The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I love this sport. It takes everything for me. It gives you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner, Paul Craig. The trash talk not working on me. I am too old for this. I showed the legendary Polish power. I am proud of that. Jan Bohovic, ladies and gentlemen. The Polish power? It's Ivan Putski. Polish power is uh, Ivan Putski. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are finally back in the same room together. Yes. Um, we have uh, two uh, Skype guests today. We have uh, Jan Blachowicz and, of course, we have Paul Craig. And in studio, uh, finally, uh, I'm so happy to have Chuck Zito back. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck, I don't know if you could hear this. Let me see this. They, they fucked it up again. Everything's different now. Thanks for having me back. There's not even an... Where's the... Uh, oh, there's the applause. Well, That's okay. <laughs> I wanted to hit that right away. Every time I come here, it's in a different order. I love these guys, though. Why do I'm sure these guys are nice guys. Maybe you're not happy. I'm looking, like a, I'm looking like I'm really becoming um, a tyrant. A ty- look, why a tyrant? I, know, I couldn't think of what else you were becoming. That's a tyrant. But a tyrant, you think, is like a short little tyrant? No. Why would I say short? Chuck, good to see you. Baba. I'm good so to see happy you, to see you, man. It's Thank been you for too inviting long. me here. Chuck's life. You and Jim. I, I follow your life on Instagram, and it's like it's it's it really it's a fun life. Like you're always doing something that I want to do. You're either going to a fight, <laughs> or you're going to see Billy Joel, yeah. or you're going to this concert. Like you're always doing shit. Yes. When you go to the garden, okay, you get great seats for everything. Do you tell them in advance you're going, or do you get tickets, or do you just show up and they know you and they let you in? Yes. I show up. You just show up. <laughs> I missed you the other day there. You were at the MSG fights. I was, yes, yes. But we were sitting opposite of each other, I think. Yeah. I was on one side of the cage. When they walk out, all the fighters walk out. That's where I sit all the yeah. time. They, was, they walked out. They were walking out to my right and my left. So I was right in the middle. and uh, Only the main event. They One on each side. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, but the rest, oh, they all walk out the same way. Man, how much, how fun, how much fun were those fights? That was great. Yeah? That was great. Uh, I think thoughts? It was awesome. Thoughts on main event? <sighs> thoughts? They should never stop the fight. They shouldn't have stopped never, it. Never, never. Yeah. That's what he does. He bleeds. Yeah. All right? They're fighting for the baddest motherfucking belt there is on a planet. It's kind of ironic. Let them, that let them fight. Yeah. You know he's going to get cut. He he was cut worse, I think, yeah. when, when he fought Connie. Was, his face was a bloody mask. But he won. Yeah. And yes, he lost the first two and a half rounds. The the the, uh, the uh, end of the third he was winning, and I think the fourth and fifth he's he's at his best. You know, I want to watch it again because you know when you're there live, you're caught up in the moment. So like round there, it kind of blends into one. Um, that third round, Diaz always 
always come. He 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 comes on strongest in the end. He does absolutely. Those, he He's always got those championship rounds. But it, you know, but it should be said that uh, Jorge's a guy that doesn't fade. It should be said that to that also. It's not like Connor has questionable uh, endurance or whatnot. Right. You know, he, he uh, and other guys have. Jorge doesn't, so that makes it even more interesting. It also looked like you know? Jorge was uh, dictating the pace of the fight. You know, Diaz likes to push the fight, and he's yeah, cardio. Absolutely, yeah. But it looked like Masvidal was able to control that even into the third round. He wasn't allowing uh, Diaz to take over. To the end of the third round, then Diaz started catching him with good shots. Yeah. yeah. It looked like he was starting to, but yeah. I, I, I give uh, Masvidal so much more respect because I, he was a really good fighter. Yeah, you, it's like, listen, we could sit here and... And guess all we want, but we really could. Ne- we would do never know, you know. You right. you could say, oh, he could stop. You know, somebody could say that he could. Uh, he could. Ju- you know, there's a million ways it could have went. But the the fact of the matter is that Diaz was still in the fight. Whether Absolutely. he would have lost the decision, whether that would have just not never got tired, or you know, listen you, again. We could just sit here and wonder all day long. But uh, I was okay with the stoppage when I saw the Dana yeah. said it looked worse in person, and when I saw where the stitches were, it wasn't like it was going to blind him. But that was in a bad spot. So like, all right, I was okay with it once I saw the. But he stitches. cuts. He cuts every he fight. He every does. fight he cuts. So why stop it? Yeah. You're fighting, like it says, for the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. Don't stop the fight. It's and, up to him. If he wanted to fight and he wanted to fight, he wanted to continue, and. Uh, the doctor told uh, the ref to stop it. So, yeah. of, any other fights stand out that night to you? Uh, <laughs> Kevin Lee, man. Kevin Lee was wild. Wow, man. that was wild because wow. Leading up, I'm like, man, this is a really not that there's easy. There, there was way easier fights for him to get back on the uh, in the saddle again because he's been down a couple of fights yeah. and he needed a win bad. And to fight an undefeated fighter that's that's looking almost indestructible. I mean, the guy's just going through people. Uh, it's very ballsy, considering the fact that even though Kevin Lee's more well more well rounded and shows he has very good striking, usually when push comes to shove in a tough fight, he'll go back to his wrestling. You know, with Tony Ferguson, with uh, with uh, Edson Barboza, he went through with that with his wrestling. But now he's fighting a better wrestler. So I thought it was extremely risky. But bigger the risk, bigger the reward. He did amazing. Did he have a six inch? I think a six inch reach advantage too. Uh, Kevin he had a big reach advantage. I think. Uh, but they were both tagging each other. Yep. I mean, I mean, Gregor was landing some good man, jabs. My man, uh, Dewey Cooper was uh, training him for the fight. So, and they were working on that right hand yeah. kick. Right He's hand been kick. working with. Yeah, I, I, that's funny. He's been with Dewey Cooper a long time. Louis, yeah, yeah. Louis Dewey, or Dewey? Dewey, Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. Um. It, it, but, who, uh, who's, who's, who was a great of, kickboxer in his day, also. Yeah, he's Dewey, the one with yeah. the dreads, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He's uh, he should get some credit because, you know, he's been with him for a while. Yes, he's been with him for yes. a while. Yes, and now he's been working with Faraz Ahabi, and he yeah. gets this win. So Faraz gets all the smoke. He gets all the. Uh, I, I was training shine. with uh, Dewey. He was holding mitts for me and everything at, at One Kick Nick's gym in uh, Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and oh. One Kick Nick is the one who started Chuck Liddell. And he's also with, uh, oh, don't let me forget the guy's name from the Pitts Pen. Not the Pitts Pen. Fuck, that's an old <laughs> Pitts Pen. That's an old uh, team from uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, boy, who am I thinking of? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chuck Liddell's trainer with the glasses. I'm, I'm, I know him. I'm, I'm following him on Instagram. He runs the pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Brian Hasselman. No. No, it's John. I mean, this going to bother me. John. Uh, John? Yeah. John Hasselman. Something like that. Oh, fuck. God, I, shame on me. I gotta look it but, up. But keep going, guys. 
it was uh, uh, I feel uh, bad. Uh, well, you know, guys look it up. What the fuck? Hackleman. One kick. Hackleman. Nick. I'm sorry. Mark Hackleman. John Hackleman. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. It was one kick Nick who got him into the fights. <laughs> it was. Why yes. the name one kick Nick? Because he used to kick you one kick. It was, it. It was just, <laughs> but it wasn't from one fight. That was an overall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just takes one kick. What a great nickname. It is a nice one. One kick right? Nick, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like Mitty Punch Jimmy. Like you yeah. try, I don't know. That's a yeah. fuck. Hold on a second. And that's the name of his gym, One Kick Nick. Yeah. No, I'm not was... doing that to him. I'm doing that to my attempt at a quick win. <laughs> that was a good joke. <laughs> yeah, Punch and Flea Jim. I like that's that. That's a lot better yeah, it's much than more mine. <laughs> well, that's why you're the comedian. Thank you. And I'm just your friend. Who's a former champ? Sure but uh, Chuck, oh wait, let's get to this really quick. Speaking of your Instagram, I yeah. you, it, what a tease! I saw a thing with him, and he was uh, it was um, it was like it was I don't know if it was boxing of stars or celebrity boxing. You could tell me what oh, it was. Star fight, Cele- celebrity boxing. Cele- was that? Yeah, it was, it, was. Fir- it was the first celebrity boxing, and there it was. was Chuck. And now, now and I, I don't know how old were you there. You were young. That was uh, 1990, so... Dude, he looked... I'm telling you, he looked like uh, he looked like Rocky Balboa. And he was... <laughs> you know, you see him walking to the, the ring, and then there's another uh, big black guy, a bodyguard to somebody. I don't know who that guy was. He was a bodyguard, though. They said the, he, he, the, was a, he was a bodyguard to somebody. The guy, the guy you, I fought? The guy you fought? No, that guy was a uh, rapper. His name was Parrish. Oh, shit. Parrish. The guy was, was a rapper? A rapper, yeah. He was a big, big guy. Big guy, yeah. So, you so it was funny because uh, he comes walking out with Burton McGirt was in his corner. Buddy, oh, yeah, Burton yeah. McGirt. So I said to my guy who was uh, uh, Al Gavin, the famous cup man, oh. I saw a man, Buddy's in his He goes, you're not fighting, Buddy. Don't worry about that. That is funny. That is, that's great. <laughs> that's funny. As heck. You know? What happened but, in the fight? It's, but you know what's funny, Jimmy? He, it's a tease, though, because I'm like, oh, wow, I never saw Because people, they know Chuck as a tough guy. But like, oh, did he have a fight? Or so this, and I never seen a fight. So I heard stories. And Michael Buffers was so, the announcer. Yes. Yeah. So I'm seeing this. I'm getting all excited to watch it. So they go from him walking, and then they go to him getting in, him getting his hand raised, and then the announces one of them was Pat Cooper, the comedian. Command, oh, yes. I love Pat. Yeah. And Pat Cooper, and they were going, and, oh, you know, I gotta say that Chuck was the crisper fight, and they were giving him all this praise, and I, I still didn't get you to never see saw the fight. So God, tell us. <laughs> and I, Dave Von Tempo also. First of all, can he you goes. Sh- he threw strategy out the window. Could you send me that? You gotta fight? be an can animal. I, is what I, you gotta be. Can I see some of that the match sometime? Could you send it? Yeah, to me? you know what? I had pieces of it, and I didn't have it's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Want to see That's it what everybody somebody. says. Well, show the fight. Yeah. It's, a pure, it's a boxing match, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. And you won. Well, I wouldn't have. Uh, I won, of course. I mean, I wouldn't have shown it if I didn't win. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you win? Was decision? How many rounds? Decision. Yeah, it was only three, three. Okay. Uh, yeah, three rounds. Was he any good? Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. But he was tall. I mean, I was on. I was five, five eleven. He was like six four, and I was one uh, eighty five at the time. Overhands. He was like, like two forty five. Overhands or body work? What were you doing on this? Both nice. underneath, overhand rights. I, it was hard to get get at him. Oh, you I know. know was, I know your. I know your pain. And he was boxing and. You know, keep me away, and yeah. I was just coming underneath and getting nailed a few times. Yeah, uh, he, can, he gave, gave me a few good shots. That's great, though. But uh, overhand rights and body shots, I took him out. You know, that's well, I went awesome. to a decision. So, you see that? He, what do you think? He just plays a guy on Sons of Anarchy, tough guy. I don't think that at all. I know Jimmy. <laughs> I read Chuck's book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I read all the Game of Thrones. I books. gave you my book too. You didn't read it. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not a big reader, but damn, I have okay, it still. Okay. I, I, I can see we're going to roll I'm, around now. I'm not going to. Oh, come on, Chuck. Don't pick, <laughs> up on, don't pick <laughs> on me in front of Jimmy. In front of my little Jimmy bird. I know you got he, a bad knee, so I'm going to pick he, on you. He respects me so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Master Hensel Gracie said, why walk when I could roll? Absolutely. Because I can still roll. 
Yeah. I'm still extremely dangerous. So I, I it looks good because when people see me walking, they see me with a little, and they that might be a target. Oh, God, that would be a glorious day. Yeah. If they thought that. Oh, try. let them try me, Jimmy. Chuck, let I, them try. I got to get down Jimmy, there. Jimmy, let, I, I let get them down try. There. God, I, but anyway. I got to get down to Hanzo's. Forget, enough about me being so dangerous. But he's, he's always away now. Who? Hanzo's all over the place. Abu Dhabi, he's all over. There, and I get like, is he here? And I, I text Hanzo. Hanzo, yeah. t- you went down and he just sends me a picture of him in another country. Like, uh, yeah. like, like eating, drinking a coconut or he's in Brazil. He's in Abu Dhabi. He's all over the place. Yes, yes. You know? Are you ever in Long Island? I'm in Long Island a lot. Who's visiting your my, mom? My, my mom, I was there yesterday. My what mom lives in uh, Ron Kalkamo, 1960, and my sister lives in the Hop Hog. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. look at the out east. I got a school in Huntington. Do you? I'm a hang out, man. Bring your gi. Yeah. No gi. It's a fun time. Nothing crazy. Yeah. I like you the know? gi because you can yeah, grab it. I like it. the gi, too. Yeah. People don't like it because they think it's too sporty. Well, you know what? No, it's, it's a it's fucking not, jacket. Absolutely, because- Jimmy's wearing a gi right when, now. When- I could strangle you. You're so fighting much. on the street. Guys yes. have clothes, so yeah. it's better to fight with a gi, so you can learn how to you know, choke N- and now all let that me stuff. Ask you, with a shirt yes, like this. Yes. Now, is this something oh, that somebody who knows? Absolutely, you, right oh, here. Oh, bye bye. Oh, well, you're gonna you and me. <laughs> you will be you. Now, wait, is it possible to oh, choke somebody with oh, this well, shirt? Are you kidding? If I was behind you, I would. Well, okay. If I was behind you and I got my hand just in here. Oh, Jimmy. See, I already. Now, Jimmy, look, 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 look. Now, look, look. I don't have to do it hard, but if I just bring my weight back this way a little bit, the sh- you will go to sleep, Jimmy. Yes, he will. Jimmy, it's very effective. Jimmy, it's so much fun. That's very effective. And, it, and listen, I didn't ruin the shirt. No, you did not. Um, but from the front, though, the difference is usually in the front is when you're confronting yeah. somebody. So could could you grab somebody's? Oh, Jimmy, that doesn't, course, that doesn't seem likely. That doesn't seem likely. Jimmy, it's just as easy. Jimmy, Jimmy here, all I Inside. need is one grip. If I just get this here, see how it fits in the groove of the neck right yes, there? Yes, it does. Now, look. Normally, you'd be like, oh, I got to get a thing. No. In a street, right up here. Like, I'm looking at you. Like, you. Bop. And then, boom. And now it's like, I'm going to hug you this way. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Give me some chunk. Come on. We're dangerous. We're dangerous. What an That's awful why way I like choke. rolling with a gi. I loved you, Jim. Yeah, yeah, I don't need the okay. word God for this shit. No. You don't need any super technical, like, super... Complicated moves, but I'd never, I would be clumsy. I would go to grab someone's shirt. I would miss it. Oh, I, I would never be able to oh, grab somebody's shirt like that. that. But you're being silly because you could. No, well, you, well, can. you can. You can. What you want to do is get deep, like like Matt just did to you inside. Yeah. Then deep, you can use, Jimmy, then you can use your forearm, huh? everything. I'm being yeah, Jimmy. That was very sorry. It's so much fun. I just did something. Oh, maybe I clogged my ears when I was choking you. Yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm better. But um, you got her choking him. I love jujitsu. Um, that's why I don't want to go under the knife. I got to get a partial knee replacement, Chuck. So I know it's going to put me out. Like right now, again, I could still roll. Come to my garage, I'll do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Chuck. I feel like you'll be something out of like Hostel 3 or some shit. Have you seen his car collection or the things he builds? It's fucking fascinating. Like Chuck yeah. is so manly with all that. Yeah. Your, our I mean, lives are very different. Are, Chuck, I'm not good with a car. I can't, I can't hammer a nail. I mean, I haven't shown any Carter in our second fight, but I can't hammer. Uh, I can't like put up a my wife. Shoney Carter, I see him every year. Do you really? Yes. How's he at doing? Alan, Alan Goldberg's doing? Uh, event in, in uh, Atlantic City. You should come to that actually. It, I, I ran into you okay, there before. January, there fights, yeah. This so fight this year, it's a this Saturday, year, this year is the twentieth uh, anniversary. It's a big event. Is it on the twenty fourth? Because there's fights on the twenty third, and I will be there. You know, well, you I come. seen you there before. You Remember, come, I ran into you at the Tropicana. Yes, yeah. I ran into you more than once there. Yeah. And it's like, yo, you were in town for this thing. 
And uh, you should both I come. I don't know, man. I don't Jeremy, know. If you're the, the, there, it's it's a great, amazing event. What is the event? 2000, 2000 martial arts from all over the world show up. Yeah? Yeah. It's amazing. It's like more traditionalist, or is it everybody? Everybody. Everybody. And they have, at, at that night, they have a like a black tie affair. You know, sit down, black tie, and the dais is up there with everybody. Everybody from Wilson yeah. for Wallace to, you know, uh, uh, Michael Jaw White to uh, Donna Dragon Wilson. You know what it is? You know all those guys. <clears throat> Everyone. I don't like to dress up. I don't either. I don't own many suits. <laughs> uh, isn't it i'm a simple i ain't chuck i'm sorry i'm i don't want to disappoint your image of me i know you look at me as a manly man and i and i feel like i am well you just gotta wear a jacket you don't have to wear a a jacket you have a jacket, a jacket I have have a, you own a jacket jimmy's pointing to my coat because he knows he's like look he's gonna say he has a jacket jimmy i'm not that simple no no, I no but you can wear a suit jacket over like a black shirt get a t-shirt absolutely like bobby collins used to dress a nice t-shirt you know, and a suit nobody's jacket. gonna but shoney carter's there every year now, first of all, how does that guy get there? He's, he's the type. How does he get there? What does he and do? He's always wearing. I mean, all dressed up with the suits and the hat. And the, Shoney's an amazing individual yeah, because talk about. I mean, he, that's a guy that his experience and the I way believe he, he had over two hundred fights. Didn't he? Well, it was amazing because I've trained with him. Yeah. I've trained with him on tough. Fo I fought him, and I got I lost him with the spinning back fist, but. Uh, I trained with him on the Tough House before I fought him again, and he fought first. And after he fought first, he was like, "Oh, my rib hurts." He never trained with us again, you know. But uh, showing he's funny. But it was like he was almost awful, like training, like not awful, but not not. He fights above his ability. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Oh, not to mention he oiled up like a motherfucker. Oh, oh, oh. it's like holding a big fish. It's like I'm like, wait a minute, put a t-shirt and shorts on this guy. I'm killing him. So it's like. And he's like, and he know, and uh, dude, we have a thing on our list on the on the tough house. When you're in that house for six weeks, you have to put up, you can't leave. So, oh, I need a uh, a steak. I want this. I want uh, some running shoes, whatever. Uh, so he puts the dude. You know he's gonna fight in a few days. He puts down baby oil. <laughs> he takes a hot shower, and then he would like. Like rub it all in after the hot shower and let it like go into his pores. Ah, and then when he'd sweat the next day, the shit would come out. Yeah. What a yeah. smart idea. It goes into your pores and yes, then you sweat absolutely. it out. So Is that a trick they fighters yes, use? Yes. It's like trying to you ever see like an episode of cops when they're like trying to like sure. troll a guy and the guy's like a crazy like homeless guy and he's like in nothing but shorts and he's like but it's all sweaty and it can't hold him. That's what it's like. Yeah. I would never have thought of that though. <laughs> see, so this, this way when a ref is is checking you, yeah. you're all dry. Yeah. But when you start sweating, that's when the oil comes out. Yeah. A but lot, I mean, of, a listen, lot of guys do that. But he's a so nice smart. but he's a good guy. He's yeah, not a yeah, bad yeah, guy. Yeah. He's, he's great. I can't hold that against yeah. him. I wanted to ask you too, Chuck, because I didn't know Trump was at the event until I saw Chuck's Instagram. Uh, so what happened? You were standing there. I, I know you know him for a long time. Yes. You yes. he knew he was coming. I knew he was coming. Yes. So what happened? Well, he, everybody he, knew he was coming. I mean, they they, they closed down the city. Yeah. And he so, walks out. Had you seen so him he, before or no? He, he no, I haven't seen him in a long time. So I, where I was sitting <laughs> was right by where the uh, fighters walk out, right by the uh, the apron, and I got him perfect coming out of the tunnel. And then he passed me, of course, and he sat down in Dana's section, <laughs> and he was right, right, uh, right in front of him was Roberto Duran. Yeah, no, I seen him. I, w yeah. I was literally second row, right. They were to my right. So and the the Duran's a dear friend of mine for years. Yeah. So when he sat down, then his son saw me, you know, Donald Jr., and he came up to me, told me, say, hey, great, great, see you here, blah blah blah, and all that stuff. So when he went back, 
I saw Donald, you know, our president, tell him, bring him over here. So he came back. He said, my father wants to see you. So the Secret Service opened the, uh, the, the apron for me. I walked over to him. We hugged each other. He pulls me back. He goes, what the hell are you doing? You haven't aged. Uh, what so, I say to you when I first saw you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Well, I mean, it's might be different when the president says it. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't seen him. We, 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 we spoke. We, we talked. And yeah. uh, he hugged me. And it was great. It was great. You look good. And then uh, Roberta and Rand got up. So the three of us were talking together. It was great just to see him. And, That's uh, nice. Yeah, it's again. nice he yeah. remembered you and wanted to see you, too. Oh, absolutely. I, I, the, again, they didn't. And I know I told Chuck this before. They didn't show it on the mod. I didn't even see him in any of the fight monitors. I don't yeah. know why I didn't. Maybe they were just being careful about that or they didn't want to politicize it or they didn't, for safety. Oh, no. I don't yeah. know what the no, reason Well, everybody was. knew when he walked out, everybody was <laughs> oh, taking yeah. pictures and everything else. And, Yo, and I, but I, he, <laughs> he did say to me, he goes, I love all your shirts you have. <laughs> of oh, course. you are hysterical. <laughs> Yo, you want to hear something funny? It's, uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, so listen, so I'm sitting behind me is, you know, Raging Ally Quinta. Yeah, of course. And he's with, he's with, uh, with uh, Ray Longo, and it's me, and my wife. Okay. And in front of us, you know, to the left over there is Frankie Edgar. Then you got the uh, the champs. You got uh, a Frankie Uzman. was sitting by me on my side, dude. He, Frankie was right to my left. So really? you uh, you might if you were near me, it's weird. I was second row. Frankie was right to my left. I was it was then me and my wife to my right. I had Usman Stylebender. Uh, were you, know, you on the cage side where they walk in? Yeah, they yeah they they get they greased up right in front of me. Uh, if you saw Adesanya, I'm like right behind him to the left. I, anyway, but this is the point. So listen. So and also I, in I front of me you. was Michael Rappaport. He's an actor. Oh, and, well, yeah. you were sitting on my side. I don't believe I didn't see you, man. I'm a short man. You might have not seen me. Uh, <laughs> I saw right. Frankie. I um, saw. Dude, I was there. Uh, uh, you well, know, I'm a little bald. Tyrone Woodley came <laughs> as soon as he Tyrone walked in. Tyrone Woodley was to my right, so that's weird. I yeah. was next to Tyrone Woodley. You, well, I, I told you, I don't see past people's shoulders. But listen, so Chuck, <laughs> so this is funny. So Michael Rappaport's an outspoken actor, and he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he hates Trump. And yeah, I, I had him on the show recently. Listen, we went back listen, and forth, yeah. dude, listen to this. Now, this is funny. I haven't said this yet. So at Rage and Al, sweetest fucking dude. Yeah. Great guy. When he has a couple of beers, he could open up a little bit. <laughs> so listen, so so Rappaport, so you see Trump come in and the president, you know, go over to the right. And, and also you see Rappaport start like doing stuff on his phone. So behind me, and now Al has been pretty quiet the whole time, but he's been having some beers also tonight. What you doing, Rappaport? And, you know, Rappaport, I like, give like a smile over his shoulder to him. Like, you know, and he goes, hey, <laughs> listen, that's your president too, Rappaport. <laughs> oh, if this was, <laughs> you, you wouldn't say it is the Putin's wife. If this was Russia, you'd be dead, Rappaport. No, dude, dude, he's fucking, he's torturing the guy. <laughs> and Rappaport's not saying anything. He's just sitting there. And I'm sitting there with my wife and I'm like, oh my, you know, we're trying to keep it together. But uh, nothing came about of it, but it was fucking, his, dude, he was torturing the guy. Torturing him. Oh, I wish I but, was. Uh, I was right there. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was sitting right next to Tyrone. To my right, yeah. I guess I didn't see you. Yeah, Jan, ready. Okay. What Great. do we got? Who's Jan on? Jan uh, Blahovich is first. Jan Blahovich. Blaho what? Hello, Jan. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Very yeah. good. Thank you. What's up, Jan? <laughs> Matt, do you oh, guys dude. know each other? No, but now we do. Yeah. So, I'm, what's up? I'm a fan of his fighting. <laughs> nice. Jan, we're fighting Jacare. Hey man, uh, how much jujitsu are we doing? 
Yeah, we fight against Jacare. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna fight against Jacare. Yes, you are. <laughs> are you doing a lot of jujitsu for this fight, or are you, I, or I, not so much? I more do, wrestling. I do a lot of everything. You know, MMA is not jujitsu, so I have to be ready for everything. He's got also knocking power, power in his hand. He 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 can he know how to kick. So I have to be ready for everything. You know, like always. Do you train worse positions? Do you have people on your back looking to strangle you? Do you have yeah, people mounted on you? I do this, yeah. I, I give him, you know, uh, the bad position and try to escape, try to do something to them. So you know, I'm going to be ready for his move in jiu-jitsu. Now, my next question my is, the, the, your ears, the cauliflower, is that the problem here that I'm looking at? <laughs> Could you I'm get the gonna, Could I'm you get the earplugs in? You I need one know. of some of these motherfuckers. What I got? Because yeah, I see what I better. see what you're doing there. <laughs> I need this one like you. Yes, <laughs> looks like torture. Is that a problem with the, the buds won't stay in? I I'd ask him. I don't cause... know. Well, I have to hold it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like this. This is great. So, what do you think about him moving up? Uh, you're his first fight, I think, at uh, light heavyweight, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you after the fight. I'm going to be ready for best version of Jacare, but uh, he has to be ready also for for best version of Jan Wojowicz, and he's going to feel my uh, legendary Polish power. You know? Well, I wonder, was, was <laughs> weight cutting a problem for him, or had he been indicating that it was something he wanted to stop doing, or is he... Because uh, guys get affected differently when they move up or when they move down. You know, he's almost 40, so maybe cutting the weight is a problem for him right now. Never know. But maybe he wants to try, you know, something in something new, new division. We will see. Do this question for him, not for me. Yeah, I'll I don't care. I just want to, you know, have a good uh, time in octagon and want to fight. I was watching your last fight uh, versus uh, versus versus Luke, and I'll tell you right now, that was that was scary. And everybody thought that I meant if uh, if he gets it down. If he gets it down, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be an easy night for Rockle because Rockle's so good on top. Man, he got in deep on you, and you. I mean, he wasn't even close. You got out of that. How, how much? I mean, do you spend a ton of time on your wrestling? Yeah, I I do because you know I've got good stand up and everybody in my gym tried to take me down, so I have to be ready for 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 this, you know. And I do a lot of uh, you know wrestling, defense wrestling, and also. I know how to take him, take down some uh, my opponent. You know, I'm also you know black belt jujitsu, so I know how to defend on the ground. I'm not afraid, but I prefer fight in stand up. How Luke Rockhold was very um, vocal before that fight about what he was going to do. How satisfying was it for it to end <laughs> the way it did? Was really a lot satisfying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still feel it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, 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 know I that enjoyed means. that win very, very much. You know. Do you think a lot of times uh, when they're talking about you know who's next in line to fight? Do you, do you think a lot of times your name gets passed over when it shouldn't? That they, they, I don't think they pay enough attention to you uh, possibly getting a shot. So after that fight, they're gonna have a lot of attention to my name. I will prove that I'm deserved for for title shot after when I beat Jacare. Because I do this, I think in good way. Uh, it's gonna be good fight, but uh, of course my hands go up. 
Well, I think Corey Anderson, too. Uh, you know, Corey was kind of getting, uh, at least I think he felt like he was being looked past and looked over. And then after a win like he had uh, against Johnny Walker, it's like now everybody has to talk about him possibly fighting for the belt. Especially with uh, Santos out and Anthony Smith has already fought um, and Reyes is next. So nobody knows who's going to be next for, for, for John Jones. He says something about uh, Dominic Reyes. But we will see what's going to happen. First of all, I have to you know, beat Jacare on Saturday, and after that I will think and talk about next fight. Now, I want to know what changed with you, because in the beginning, you had a little bit of a rough start with a couple of fights, you know, that didn't go your way, and now you won five out of your last six. What, what's up? What, what changed? <laughs> I back to my roots, you know, to, I back to my old gym, to my old coach, and, oh. you know, five wins in six fights. That, that was the, the because when I signed contract with UFC, I changed everything, you know, and that was a mistake, ah. the worst mistake in my life. And after, you know, few fights in UFC, I'm back to my old coach and again on the top. Right? The grass is not always greener. I'm with you on that. What did you like go to a <laughs> yeah. bigger gym and this and that? What did you do? I don't know. I just, just think that I have to change something, you know, that yeah. I signed contract with UFC, so I have to now train harder. I don't know. I don't know what was in my mind, but yeah. that was a mistake. And now I'm back uh, to, to old coach, do the same what I do before uh, UFC. And I'm in good shape. I that's feel, it. you know, I enjoy the fight. And that, right? that, that, that yeah. Keep it simple. You got to keep it simple, simple, Chuck. Yeah, man. Some people overthink it at the end of the day. Oh, I got to run on a treadmill with a fucking snorkel. I got No. <laughs> How about no. you get ready to fight? You need to train smart, you know? You need right? to train smart. People. <laughs> I'm with you. You, you. you need to feel that what 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 you're gonna do. Now, what does the snorkel and do? And also, your 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 coat. Sorry. What what does the snorkel do when they put that on their face and I see them on the treadmill? What is that for? I I don't know. Talk <laughs> them. I don't know either, man. I think it's to give less oxygen. That way, when you have more oxygen, you, know, you you know you do the same, but you are more tired. But yeah. on the end of the day, it's not not helping you. I, <laughs> It's true, man. Yeah. You know, to get in shape of fighting, you need to be fighting. You know, and then yeah. obviously the Versa Climber Hills, you know. The, I got to ask Zabit. Did they got hills in Dagestan? <laughs> I'm only fucking around. <laughs> Zabit is getting tired in that third round. <laughs> but let's get back to Jan. <laughs> I can't wait for this fight. I think this is going to... His last fight was so explosive. Chakaray's, I'm a jiu-jitsu man. And he's so phenomenal on the yeah. floor. Is he going to be able to get him down? We're going to have to find out. What else we got for Jan? I'm looking forward to the fight. Maybe man. you're going to see what I've got for him on the ground. <laughs> yes! I love it! Yes, Jan! That's the kind of shit I'm looking for. Jacare's also a decent striker, too. A lot of guys are so worried about him taking him down, and then they wind up getting knocked out. I mean, he's what actually if, a very good striker. Hey, what if he takes him down and Jan submits him? Shocks us all. It's possible. No problem. That's why, that's why we watch, man. I can't wait. Well, good luck. Uh, I believe at least you get the time right. It is uh, this Saturday... Uh, or is it uh, yep, Saturday, November the 16th, Fight Night 164 in Sao Paulo. Uh, good luck, main event against uh, Jacques Ray Souza. Good luck, Jan. Thank you. Thank you. All, All right, right, man. Good Take care, you, buddy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. 
Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I felt bad. The, uh, I've never the seen whole, those headphones well, I not work big, Well, I, I think it was the cauliflower year, if you Maybe. ask me. Right, <laughs> Chuck? That's what so I think. So in Brazil. That. The next fight's in Brazil. Yes, I apologize. I forgot to ask him like, about fighting against the crowd, but he doesn't look... That guy looks like a Spartan. A yeah. Polish, a Polish Spartan, huh? I don't think he's worried. No, I don't. He's either. not worried for nothing. I like his style, man. I like his style. Won five out of the last six. Excuse me. And I can't wait to see what's. I can't wait to see how that fight goes. But there's always man. a risk when a guy is moving up and you take him because he's not ranked as a light heavyweight. So you're, especially when you're number six, you're Dude, always taking a risk by taking that fight. Luke Rockhold looked. De- Luke, he didn't look bad in the beginning of that fight, throwing heavy kicks, yeah. heavy kicks. He shot in deep, and uh, he took that shit away, and then took his soul, man. Oh man, he got so. Well, the problem was Luke was not knowing when to. Um, Cut his losses. So, in other words, he had him pinned up against the cage, Chuck, and um, Jan started making a frame. So now Luke's head's not on him. So that's when he started slipping in elbows. And now he's getting stunned. And then how that fight, the round ended, he did a kick that basically caught him right behind the ear. And like Luke was at the end of that first round. If that went another five seconds, I think he would have been done. So, I mean, then he just finished him off in that second round. It was brutal, man. They, I mean, But Jacare is so precise on the floor. And he's he's been smarter with the striking. I mean, with, he, he's been he's been actually um, doing a lot more stand-up, which could actually get him in trouble in this fight, I feel. There he is. Hello. Hello. It's a day of the Spartan beards. I love it. What's up, Paul? Yeah. How are you doing, my friend? Good man. So wait, where that's the same background uh, Jan had. So do you guys ha- are in the same conference room? Uh, we're in the same room. Just me and him. Uh, we're sharing, talking and tone. Are they different earplugs? <laughs> do you want me to take them out? No, no, no. no keep them in. He couldn't use them. I've, I've been lucky enough. I've not uh, got college for years. <laughs> Yo, years man, these guys, these guys go right in. Jan, Jan, hey, Jan was having a hard time with that shit. He had to hold them up the whole time. I felt bad, <laughs> you know? Hey, let me ask you, Paul. You know, you fight a legend this weekend. What an opportunity to make a splash. Uh, you know, were you in shape when you got this call? I mean, it's kind of fucking rough to ask you that now, but were you getting ready for something or? You know, I, I don't train for the purposes of a fight camp. I just train all the time. I enjoy it. Um, I started training as a hobby, and uh, I'm very lucky enough to do it as a job. So I'm always relatively in shape. There might be times where um, rather than training twice a day, I'll maybe just train once a day, but I will not have long periods of doing nothing. So I would like to say I'm always in shape. Yeah. Um, and after that fight camp, my weight stayed relatively low. And I was happy with that. And that's something that doesn't normally happen. Normally, I'll go up to back up to 104, 105 kilograms. But for this camp, for after that last fight, I stayed relatively low. 
Now, could you tell me about the phone call? Because obviously, you have to be familiar with Shogun. Yes? So when you got the phone call to fight him, or the the offer, what was that like? Um, That that day, we went into the the gym, and we had... So what had actually happened was, because uh, McMaynard was in... uh, He was in the Far East, was it the Shanghai card he was in? So this conversation went from there to Glasgow, from Glasgow to whatever Shogun was, and it went back and forward. So we didn't actually know. I went into a training session, and I came out, and my phone had just blown up. I hadn't even signed a contract at this point, and um, everybody had already been putting this fight out. Like, I was always signing the contract anyway. This, like, the minute we were offered it, we, we, we bit the hand off and we take it. Not very many chances do Scottish people get, but uh, we're definitely going to take this one. This is some William Wallace shit, man. And this I'm is excited. pretty pretty recently after your last fight. How much damage did you take in uh, in, in your last I fight? I am William Wallace. Yes. Can he be no tall enough? <laughs> that's, that's the next line in the movie. How much did you love that movie? Did you ask a question? No, I was just asking because you're fighting so recently. Uh, after your last fight, you took very little damage, I guess, in, the, in that September fight. Yep. I was very lucky enough to come out there. Um, it was more like a grapple exchange. I didn't take any punches. Um, I've pretty much done all the damage in my last fight. So, and after my fight, I said to him, I said, I'm ready. If there's a last minute pull out, hey, I'm the guy. Uh, and I said this, I said it when I first started fighting the UFC. I would like to be considered like the Donald Cerrone of the light heavyweight division. You know, I love fighting. This is why I get into this sport to fight, to compete. And I'm getting the opportunity to do this. Five fights in one year. Pretty cool, man. Tell me about your jujitsu. Now, what belt are you in jujitsu? Brown. You're a brown belt. Now, yeah. so crafty off your back. Triangle is a friend of yours. Is that, Did you just come natural to jiu-jitsu? How long did you start? When did you start training? Um, I started my whole MMA journey about eight years ago. Oh. So that was the whole thing. So I'd never done any jiu-jitsu. I'd never done any boxing, any that kind of stuff. I come from the west of Scotland where we play soccer. So I grew up as a soccer player. And I was very, very lucky enough to meet my coach, Brian Gallagher, who kind of showed me the ropes. And it turns out that the beating I was getting from my brother all the years ago worked very well. Because 90% of the thing I'm trying to do when your brother's trying to beat you up is stopping from punching you. So you're constantly using your legs, playing that spider guard. So when it came to actual jiu-jitsu, I'd already been practicing. Yeah. What were you doing in life before you fought? Um, I was a teacher. I had many jobs. I went through, I tried to tell you some of the stuff I'd done. I was a bin man. I was a postman. Worked uh, in McDonald's. And I was very lucky enough to work for an educational charity before I started fighting. And the whole ethos of the charity was to work with kids who are disengaging from school, we'll say. They, they don't like the whole school setup. You know, the sit down, shut up. That doesn't work for them. And uh, we done more vocational stuff. We took them showed them some more life skills as opposed to actually, you know, just listen to me, what I'm saying is the gospel. And I loved it. Did that for seven and a half years. Some of the greatest memories. I was very lucky enough to go to Africa and do some charity work through um, my job and was very lucky enough to go to meet Prince William. So I'm just a guy from Scotland doing all this stuff, man. It seems like I'm just falling into different careers and, and making my way through life. So you start training and you start liking it, and then what point do you go like this is kind of what I want to do for a job? I never ever say I never ever had that. Um, I had fought in some local shows in Scotland, 
Uh, then had got an opportunity to fight in Bama, who was like the, and probably still are, one of the UK's uh, top promotions. I fought in them, became their champion, and I was still working full-time at this point. And we got the call from UFC. And then from that, I then uh, had my first fight in Sacramento, had won it. And it came to a point where something had to give. And I hated leaving it. It was like I was going to give 50% to MMA and 50% to my actual job of teaching. And I would have failed at both of them if I had done that. So uh, I could always go back to teaching. But with regards to MMA, you only get one chance. That's the right attitude. Yeah, you could always teach when you're done. But is there ever a moment when you're training when you don't feel like getting up or, or it's shitty out and you don't feel like running where you just kind of wish, like, why did I stop teaching? Um. No, because, you know, I'm very appreciative of what I've actually got. So waking up on a Monday morning, being happy, not telling MD, not telling, not calling somebody my boss. I'm my own boss. If I don't wake up on that Monday morning to go that run or you go and lift day weights, then I'm only hindering myself. So getting up on Monday morning is easy for me. Like, I love training. I love the guys that I get to deal with in the gym on a regular basis. So for me... I get to live the dream, and I know it sounds a bit cheesy, like, Paul Craig lives the dream, man. <laughs> I, I actually love it. He is living the dream. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of guys want to fight professionally and never can, too. There's a, Most guys probably never get to, to do it professionally. They just dream of it and never get to do it. And uh, you were able to do it after you already had an established career, which is great. Sorry, I missed you there that last part. It just kind of died on me. A, a lot of guys uh, do want to do this for a living. It is a dream because a lot of guys never achieve even ever fighting professionally. And you've done that And after you already had another career and you still were able to do this. Yep. I, I never went in with the intentions of doing this as a job. And even now, I'm still trying to, I'm still thinking about later on in life. So I'm currently going to college. I'm coming, currently trying to learn more about uh, the physiology of fitness just to keep myself, keep the mind sharp. Because once you let that go, it will dissipate very, very quickly. Uh, what's the story with your uh, your nickname, Bear Jew? Oh, see, you have to bring that up, man. That's like a, everybody in the gym gets their name in the gym. Yeah. And there's, it's, it's, it's one of these stories where I can't really tell you. Oh, oh okay. Definitely, it definitely involves <laughs> me being naked, but... What? It, it, it involves you being Naked. naked. That's all I can tell you. It involves me being naked in the gym, and that's how I got my nickname. Bear Jew. Huh. Yep. Bear Jew. I don't know. This is UFC Unfiltered. You can tell us. Is it? Is it like freaky? <laughs> oh, it's, it's the freakiest shit you're ever going to see. Oh, no. <laughs> all right there, Paul Craig. The Bear Jew. I mean, it's, 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 uh, you got to be asked. People have to ask you this question. All the time people ask me, and I tell them it's a, it's a trade secret, you know. It's it's uh, going to the grave with me. Unless what? you ask Chris Bungard, you know, my teammate, you ask him, he'll, he'll, he'll just get that. I want to get him on the program. Yeah, I want to find out. All right, well, tell us before you tell Ariel, please. We want to break the I'm news about Bear Jew. I can't tell. I'm, I'm, Ariel asked me the exact same thing. Did he? I and I told him that. Nah. And he's like, come on. I, well, I'm not listening. If he didn't break, he's not going. He's not going. He's not no. going to break. He's got an iron will. All right. Co-main event. Yes. Uh, Shogun has won two of his last three fights, um, uh, knocking out uh, Tyson Pedro, who had looked really good. Well, I love Tyson Pe Pedro, but he's not the Bear Jew. No, he's not. And now you, you got me saying Bear Jew like crazy. I'm going to get myself yeah. in trouble. 
All right, well, good luck. Co-main event, uh, I believe that is this Saturday night, uh, the 16th down in San Paolo. And uh, have a good fight, man. It's good talking to you, and um, good for you to step up uh, on such short notice. Looking forward to it, man. Good, good luck. luck, Thank man. you very much. Good luck. Thanks uh, for what, man. It was great, great speaking to you. An absolute dream coming to Thank you very much. All right, take it, care, Paul. Paul. Take care, Be man. Good. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Uh, Chuck, any movies coming up? I know you had your little project you wanted to do, that, yeah, that movie that you were very passionate about. You never oh, should... actually... Um, I won't read a book. Tomorrow night. I'll, read, I'll watch a movie, uh, though. You're free tomorrow night. In Belmore, we're showing oh, the, uh, shit. the screening tomorrow night. What time is it? It's uh, 7.30. And 730. that's the premiere of your movie? No, it's not the premiere. The screening, the last screening Ooh, tomorrow the night. Screening. And all the uh, all the actors are going to be there. Everybody oh, in the movie is going to be there. What's so. the movie? It's uh, called Honor Amongst Men. What a it's cool about a, uh, a, a everyday uh, uh, life of a cop. His stresses at home, you know, the stresses at work, and uh, at the Belmore Playhouse yeah. right over there. It's the one on Sunrise Highway, or yes, the movie, yes. uh, or the one right off of Sunrise. No, one on Sunrise, I, yeah, right opposite the uh, train station. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you play a cop? <laughs> no, I played a biker. I played a biker. It's a biker in a cl- in, in, in a, a motorcycle club. And uh, I'm how the, hard is it to do that though? Because you, you, you are a biker. Yeah, you're a four, right? You're not a four. You don't call. You don't consider yourself. Once a biker, you're a biker, right? I mean, right? Well, I used to be. You know, you used to be in uh, in Los Angeles. Angels. I mean, for 25 years, yeah. no more. You know, so you're, I'm out right. of the club 15 years now. You've been out of 15. How 15. do you when you when you want to get out? Do you say to them, "Hey, look, I'm just not going to come anymore"? Or how yeah. does that work? Or is it ever no, an just, issue? Yeah, you just uh, you know state your intentions the same way you go in saying you want to be Hell's Angel. You tell them, you know. I quit and uh, that's, to move that's on. it. Yeah. Are they angry when you do that or no? No, you know, uh, some people, you know, felt bad I left and, uh, but it's a decision I made after 25 years, so. You put your time in. Yeah. I still see a lot of them. I mean. You're, you're friends. You know, yeah. And when you wear the jacket, that, that's all, it's all okay? Like, there's no rules? Like, hey, you're not supposed to wear it if you're not. Oh, in. no, no. It's your Everything life. goes, no, no. Everything goes back to the club when you quit. Yeah. Buckles, patches, everything. You don't wear anything. That says Hells oh. Angels, yeah. That's the same yeah. for Sarah BJJ. I bet not see you wearing a fucking you know, shirt, Jimmy. No, I wouldn't. It's not the same. Yeah. For me, it'll be yeah. stolen. It's not the same. It'll be stolen. No, everything, when you quit the club, everything goes back to oh, the club. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. They own everything. Anything that says, you know, the club's uh, name on it. So my patch, my, my buckle, yeah, you, got, you, you had to give all that back? Huh? You had to give all that back? Yes, yes. Was it hard to give back? Yeah, well, things I had for 25 years, yeah. <laughs> But uh, 
yeah, that's something uh, that goes along with the decision. Sure. You know? so what you, are the rules? Let me you ask you. When, 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 like, a guy from one motorcycle, I guess it's uh, from one group, wants to go through the neighborhood of another group, what, what, what's like the unwritten rule of how you do that without having a well, problem? A lot of a lot of guys who have respect for the club, uh, they they usually call ahead and say, "We're going to be there, our club," you know, so forth. Yeah. It's just a matter of respect with each other. And when and when they say that, there won't be a problem when they show up because yeah. they've kind of asked. Well, it depends who it is. <laughs> yeah. And technically, I believe yeah. what we're saying here is that even though they were a lower uh, uh, gang, the uh, the orphans, the, war- the, orphans, the warriors, the warriors really should have took their, their they should have took their colors off. Why they? Why they? Don't they know that the the orphans they were in the papers? They were in the paper. They write about their 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 mischief. Yeah. All right, that's that's from the Warriors. That's, that's, the Warriors. Uh, yeah, Nobody gets Jimmy is Jimmy's. I understood that. I know, but but you, you I see your inner cringe. Not at all. And it that's upsets a sore, me. That's a sore subject with with uh, the with Warriors. The oh. No, the Warriors. Why? Because basically, when they made that movie okay. back in 1978, they took that's a Hell's Angel deathhead they're wearing. Oh my goodness! Where, where, where are they wearing it on their okay. jackets? Yeah, where it says "Warriors" and the skull and wings. That oh. they literally took that from a motorcycle magazine. There was a bike show in San Quentin. Look at this! And history. it was on Dennis McNally's gas tank from Delhi City, and they took that picture from the gas tank and made that patch. Oh man! So I didn't get into the club till '79. If I was in his club, you know, when he started doing that movie, they would never use that patch. Then, then Chuck would have been saying, "Warriors, come out and play." <laughs> what happened? So somebody would would would, should, would usually go there and go, "You can't." Yeah, you would just say that's that's uh, you know our colors and uh, you can't use it. What if the film had already been shot? Like, what if nobody knew until the film was shot? <clears throat> well, that's what happened. Oh, it is. That's what happened. Uh, they filmed this this movie, and uh, who knew? But back in the day, like I said, uh, I didn't get into the club till '79, and they shot in '78 all around Coney Island, all around Central Park. But if they were shooting it when I was there, they would never use that that center patch. So you'd have to go. I would have to- just told them to find something else. Jimmy, that's all you need to know. But I what, see you. I see you're gonna go deeper. But no, I'm curious. Once if if it's shot, <laughs> if all of a sudden they go like, okay, well now that it's shot and the movie's out, it's already been done and nobody caught it. Well, what happened to- was back in the day, we they we uh, uh, at the time we didn't have a uh, patent and trademark against the uh, the death head because of the 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 club has sued a lot of people, including Disney, and uh, won because they used the trademark. And well, a lot, a lot of people went and they made skateboards. They made all kinds of things with uh, a death head on it, and they well, were sued. Shame, shame, shame on them. So if they finished the film, and we had a trademark at the time, they would have never been able to right, okay. release the film. But you don't picture that. I guess the Hell's Angels are like any other group. It's like you know, a, a lawsuit is probably the the best way to take care of it. As opposed, well, now to- they do. I mean, they get a lawyer just to to. There's so many. Copyright infringements they they've had and because uh, people try to take it they try to make everything pocketbooks buckles uh, skateboards uh, you name it they were trying to make it you know and, well plus the Hell's Angels has become the name like that's yeah. the name when you think of it's it's almost like Xerox became the 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 name for like that, that thing band-aid so for bandages uh, it's a bunch of Hell's Angels mm. like, who the motorcycle club is that's they just say little Hell's history Angels. you know who thought of the name Hell's Angels no. You? I, mean, I would no, guess Sonny no, no, Barge. No, 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 no. Huh? I would guess Sonny Barge. I no. the one I know. 
Who? Howard Hughes. Ooh, the movie. Howard Hughes made a movie in 1930 called right. Hell's Angels about right. World, War, World War I ah. aviators. And the Second World War, they took the name from the movie and called the Bomber Squadron Hell's Angels. That's right. It is a cool name. That's how it started. Now, let me tell you, because I know we're closing down yes, soon. Right. I got to let just let you guys know, because there's a lot of buzz about this new Mandalorian live-action ah, Star okay. Wars series. I don't want to lose you on this. Star Wars? I know what you're thinking. Oh, you're a Star Wars guy? Don't yes. look at me silly. Forget about Please it. Please don't try to throw me in a locker. Okay? <laughs> but this is what I want to we let you We definitely got to roll now. You're a Star Wars guy. Forget about it. Chuck, we will roll. I promise you. <laughs> I'll grab but that bandaid of yours. <laughs> Chuck, we will roll, and Jimmy will be the ref. <laughs> Listen. The cuck. No, Jimmy. I don't like him, Jimmy. Why the cuck? Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm over here telling him I want to roll with the, with the former UFC champion. No, Are you gonna, kidding? Listen, I was there, gonna, and when you won that night, I was so fucking happy, me. man. Don't, what'd you say? I was so happy. You won the one of the, In one, Texas? One, April 7th, One of the greatest uh, fighters in the UFC oh. that you beat, knocked out. Oh, and that was me. awesome. Oh, well, that guy. Oh, there you go. One of the greatest fighters. Oh, Chuck, you shouldn't. Yeah, you knocked him out. Why? Listen, I had a good day in the office, Chuck. I had a good day in the hey, office. You did it, man. Listen, you that, did. That's you did whatever a lot of fighters dream about. So you did it. I thank you so much, and I'm and for me to take that glory right now, I should just bask in it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take that energy and I'm gonna bring it to something that you probably despise, being a manly man. Star Wars. Star Wars. Jimmy, what da, a fudge. Listen to me. No, but, but I want you as a as a guy that's not a fan. Do you like old westerns or no? Absolutely. Okay. I just well, I just Okay, wait well, a I minute. just watched one last night called The Tin Star with I, Henry Fonda and Anthony Perkins. More people are gonna watch The Mandalorian than the Tin Star. <laughs> Henry Ford is dead. No, uh, Henry Hopper. Henry Fonda is dead. Henry Fonda is dead. dead. <laughs> you know, God rest their souls. But let, let me tell you about the Mandalorian. How's Bill Burr in it? Okay. He's not in it yet. Tell me about it. And Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Oh, she's in it. Yes. Uh, she's going to be in it. She's not in it yet. They only had aired the first episode, the pilot episode. Uh, Tate Fletcher was in I it. I commentated the one guy, of her fights, Gina Carano. Oh, yeah, she's great. Yeah. She's phenomenal. I says, why are you, you're so beautiful. Why are you fighting? Well, then she, after the fight, I says, because you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And she's going to play an ex-rebel, like, sharpshooter or something. But listen, it's like a space uh, western. It's got that western lone gunfighter feel. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, you're judging me. You're judging the most. You're I, thinking of The Last Jedi. And The Last Jedi, I mean, let me tell you guys, it was shit. This one's got the original, it's got that OT feel, that original trilogy vibe. I'll you, watch it if it has an original feel. Did you guys see the first Star Wars when Han Solo was in that shitty bar and uh, he's with Chewbacca and he shoots? He really does he shoot shoots first. Greedo. Yeah, he shoots that. It's bar. Han shot him first. Han, it makes shoot. me hate George Lucas. George Lucas is fucking a, dumb Greedo. George, George Lucas really should just stinks. Hands put his head in a car door and somebody should shoot him. He's the front. worst. For, uh, the Greedo, what is, what is Greedo? The worst shooting fucking bounty hunter in the galaxy? No, it was he's sitting, as, he's sitting as far as I am the Chuck and he shoots and fucking hits the ceiling. Ass, what an idiot. trying to make Han Solo a, a lovable hero because he was defending him. But the guy was a bounty hunter, right? He, he was going to kill him. He was, and listen, Han Solo's a smuggler, a space pimp. He knew. Oh, with my dead body, you're taking me. Greedo goes, yeah, that's the point. Oh, really? Dead? 
You're fucking dead. See, that to me is the best part of Star Wars. So listen, this show is about this Mandalorian guy. He's got this badass armor. Kind of mysterious. Doesn't take off the helmet. They're known for not. So he's got this cool looking thing on, and he's just walking at the shitty fucking space bar after space bar. He's get you guess who's you know who he's getting? Hey, listen, you like this? Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. He's the uh, he's the guy that runs the like the bounty on the guild. Oh, I got a I got a I got a bail jumper. They unionized. For you. I got a bail jumper, or I got this other <laughs> underground mission for you. Hey, oh, okay. hey. I'm, I'm 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 paraphrasing. All paraphrasing. Right. But listen, I am. All in. It's got that Western type feel to it. Like I said, don't think of it like oh the prequels, the day, the Muppets, the Ewoks. Chuck, I'm gonna bring you. I want you to try it. But first, you gotta get the Disney apps. I I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never seen one one of those movies. You guys are talking yeah, like... Yeah, Chuck! Chuck, all right, let's Chinese end the show. Chinese to me, man. I recommend it, Chuck. I'm happy yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. I promise oh, yeah, you... I'm going to go home. I can't wait to yeah, watch it. I feel like Longo's here. Look. <laughs> What's your favorite movie, Chuck? Your favorite movie? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, which kind? I mean, uh, there's so many of them. I just watched the other night, The Body and Soul with John Garfield. The, well, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll tell awesome. you right now. Awesome. I will read five of your books before I fucking watch that. I'll tell you. But it might be good. It's probably I'm not gonna shit on it. That's a classic, man. Not, you know I saw Angel with Dirty a- Faces the other night with James Cagney, the Dead End Kids. That's what I like. All the oldies. Old I'm gonna tell not you right now. This Jedi fucking not, this and that. Now and, listen, and, listen. And, and, and this cowboy and that cowboy, and he's got a mask on. He's got a helmet on. He, Oh, you out of your mind. You like it's you're revenge. Bringing up, you're bringing re- up the shit with the Tommy guns, and you're asking me if I'm out of my mind. It should be revenge. What are you, hey, she? Hey, listen, Chuck. I'm not gonna watch that shit, see? Hey, I'm a fully full of lead, Chuck. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, listen. I'll, you get me watching that shit. Ah, nah, nah, nah. I'll shoot myself. Could this be the end of Rico? <laughs> oh man, listen. Edward G. Robinson. We are. We're not agreeing on our taste with movies, but we do agree. That we love the UFC and we love all of you. Which camera's mine? You're literally looking at the back of his head. (laughs) You're not looking in the camera, Matt. Do you still do that TV series? What? Dana White looking for a fight? Yeah. Yes. Could you please watch that? Dana White looking for a fight on YouTube instead of watching Cagney Lacey shooting up fucking stuck, fucking talking like this, eh? I can't. Watch my shit. Support your friend. James Cagney, not Cagney Lacey. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. I put it all together. Big difference, man. Big difference. All right, listen. I'm so happy. We have so much fun when you're here. Yeah, I enjoy it. Don't we? All right, come back soon after some fights and, and we'll talk some more. And I promise I will give these these older classics a try and maybe try Rogue One. <laughs> Jimmy, you want to promote? You about anything I'm going to be in uh, Philadelphia getting the dates. I'm doing the Helium Comedy Club the uh, 21st through 24th. And then I'm here at uh, Caroline's in uh, December uh, 12, 13, 14. Those are my last two dates. You got to come tomorrow night to the, to the uh, screening. I am, you know, I have three kids. Let me make sure that I don't got to take, and one of them's sick, so I just got to, oh, I said they're coming well, in. They come let me first. Just make they sure come first. You're the best, but let me. I, I leave but, Friday. I leave Friday filming a new TV uh, show, the pilot called Street Justice. Chuck Zito, Street Justice. I had it 21 years ago. It was That's the first amazing. reality show on TV. What's it about? There was three shows on TV, Judge Judy, Judge Joe Brown, Judge Mills Lane. I was the fourth judge of the streets. What? what? I'm a called? judge. I'm a, I, I, uh, a street oh, judge. It, uh, it was called Street Justice. Oh, you're doing, you're really doing happened, the judge. Yeah, we had it. A USA Network bought it. We spent 500 grand for the pilot. 
and the feds went to them, said we don't want a Hell, Hell's Angel to have his own TV series. Times and have changed stopped now. It. Times changed. Oh yes, yeah, have changed. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not in the club anymore, but still, uh, even if I was today, yeah, the times have changed. So we're yeah. going to war, redo it after 21 years. And now you, but are you? Are you I'm qualified a, to be a judge? I'm a judge of the streets. What they're doing is taking is real this? cases from oh, court okay. who would want to come on a show, but they have to agree, because I'm not a real judge, yeah, yeah. that my decision goes. Yeah, but, but what could you really say? Could you have them go to jail and shit? Oh, no, no they can't go to jail. What are you, crazy? I mean, no, I don't no, know what say, a street say, judge you know, is. Say a guy, you know, one the punishment is like guy, a street judge. You know, has a, uh, 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 a lemon <laughs> car. Some guy sold him, an old man. That's what we did the last time. Uh he took advantage of an old man. He did that. Say the uh, the war neighbors. Uh, there's a big guy picking on a little guy. I'll tell him, hey, you know what? Why don't you pick on me? Let's jump in the octagon. Let's yes! get it on. Yeah, shit like that. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, you know? too. So I can't wait. Stuff like that. So I'm the judge of the streets. When called Chuck Zito's Street Justice. When are you back? When are you back in town? Well, now I think I'm going out there. I think I'm going to go to the uh, UFC fight on the uh, 14th. Oh, oh, you know what? I'm hey. I'm going to be in town. I'm going to be in Vegas for that. Okay. I'm getting back from Disney. I will I'm be in town. I'm supposed to stay there for the first out. week. Could you hit me up when Someone you're out there? Someone stay there I'll, next week. I'm shooting something for the UFC out there. I will be in Vegas that time. Awesome. We're get together. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And yeah, then I, when I, we're stay back, at, I stay at Russell Peters' house out there in uh, Henderson. I don't got the same friends. Is a place in Henderson, Nevada? Russell, yeah. I did that. You yeah, got all these Russell, high yeah. A lot you of guys, got, yeah. You got all these high-profile friend, friends. High-profile friends. Say that <laughs> 10 times fast. Me, I got you, and I got my Jimmy Bird. That's all I got. That's all I need. You got a lot of people. Thank Come you on, so man. much. Thanks, Chuck, for coming. Thank and, you, uh, Chuck. Thank you for having me again. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. And, uh, always, course, always a pleasure. Thank you to Jan Blahovich and, uh, and uh, thank you to Paul Craig. And uh, we'll see you guys in a few days. Bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. For 25 years. Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.